Hey there, Noel here. Sorry for the kind of crap audio quality. I'm recording this from my phone on a trip vacation thing. Um, this is a bit of a difficult episode. If you're a new listener, probably don't start here. If you're a returning listener, just prepare yourself. It's a bit of a rough one. Um, I just kind of narrowly made it through myself. Uh, best of luck, and... Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Longshot Club. I hate you. All right. That was null. I'm Bran. I'm the one who's here to make everybody cry today. And And I'm Ellie. Yeah, I'm Ellie. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm Ellie. I'm just. You're here to cry. Yeah, God, apparently, this time around. To be clear, I don't hate Ellie. Uh, uh, Fuck you, Bran. Uh, yeah, so the movie we're watching today is a film called uh, Grave of the Fireflies. I know nothing about this film, actually. Um, so it's based on a short story uh, um, written, uh, I don't know the details of the short story, to be perfectly honest, but it was written by somebody after the events of World War II in Japan. Oh, oh boy. Um, as we know, Japan was not one of the winners of that war. Yeah, um, they had they got hit pretty hard, too. They, they got hit by pretty, the end of it. pretty hard. And now, well, it's easy to say that uh, Japan was the U.S.'s enemy... In, in war, what does that mean? Yeah, you know, you're, you're against there's the not army. A, there's, there's, not not a, there's not a whole lot of quote-unquote winners. In my there, opinion, when yeah. it comes to war, I get I get having pride and, you know, I get technical aspects of win versus lose. I do. But it's still war. People are g- losing their lives for a cause. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times people forget about uh, the victims who are not on the battlefield. And even those victims are frequently forgotten as well. Correct. Especially when they're on the quote unquote enemy side. Yes, especially. Um, But yeah, so this, um, it's it's a film about uh, two Japanese children um, who, who, their father is a, um, is a soldier um, uh, who, who effectively abandons them uh, after his wife dies in the firebombing. Uh, and just leaves them to survive. And now it's been quite a while since I've seen the film, so I don't remember exactly what happens. But I believe they go to live with an ant. And it's a um, y- and it's an anime, correct? It's anime, yes. Oh man, you'll, you'll never see a cartoon that makes you as emotional as this movie. But wow. uh, anyway, I don't want to ruin the film because I've seen it and you guys have not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say that this is one of the most heartbreaking films I've ever seen. Um, I first, so the short story I actually first read for the first time at nine years old. Wow. Um, Jesus. It, yeah, and it kind of uh, stuck you. in my head. I, b- yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, again, I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah. Uh, I think people underestimate how powerful cartoon and animation can be as far as like yeah. triggering things for people. Yeah, but so. uh, the short story kind of stuck in my head for years, moments from it. And uh, and then when I was a teenager working at the local library, we had it, we had the movie on VHS. And I ah. saw it on the shelf, and I was, I was curious about it. Um, and, and this would have been in like maybe 2007 or so. So seeing gotcha. a VHS was already like, oh, we still have VHSs. Uh, so I, I remember pulling it off the shelf and reading the back of it, and it, it triggered that memory in my right. head of that short story I'd, re- uh, I'd read years ago. And I think I had to get the DVD from a different library because we, I don't think we had a VHS player at home anymore. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, yeah, so I watched it and uh, it made me cry a lot. And now it's time for you guys to cry a lot. All right. Well. We have the tissues ready. Yeah. Noel is Noel, not... did you want to say anything, or did you just want to look catatonic for a while? I mean, Noel actually knows stuff about this movie, though, so he has reason I, to be. I All I know contextually is that it is a fucking heartbreaker and that I'm not going to be okay on the other side of this. This I've, might be hard to talk about afterwards. I will go ahead and say I've been avoiding... I said it off mic before, saying it on mic now. I've avoided this film actively for at least 15 years now. I'm not looking forward to this in any capacity. I am honestly a little upset personally that this film is on the list, but I appreciate that it's there because I have also not only previously, but in the future, uh, put my friends through some harrowing <laughs> fucking movies of my own. So I, I understand the yeah. revenge a little bit. And, and well, it's okay. In my defense, it was not revenge. Uh, I, I put it on the list because I thought it would be an interesting movie for us to talk about. And Noel, this Noel, is provided we can get through the movie yeah. at this yeah. point. Uh, and Noel, Noel was like, "Oh, great!" Like I, I, you know, he basically told me he didn't really want to watch the movie. And I did say, "Hey, if it's going to upset you that much, we don't have to watch it." But you, you said, "No, 
you chose this movie, we will watch it. I think I yeah. think we both just kind of reserve the right where if it gets too to be too much, we might have to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. We might might have to take a break, maybe not come back to it and maybe just talk about what we were able to get through and watch. Yeah. That's definitely a possibility. All right. Well, let's see what we can do. watched the movie i feel really bad because Noel <laughs> seems to have had a lot of trouble with it yeah i think this yep. was a, i think this was a hard one for Noel, which is curious to me but um not in like not that it's not warranted after watching right. this movie but i thought once i realized like siblings and stuff mm-hmm. having a younger sibling i thought this was gonna hit me a lot harder uh-huh. that compared to compared to Noel, who is effectively an only child mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. But well, I suppose that uh, speaks for how um, uh, well done the movie is. Yeah. Uh, to do a quick recap of the movie, basically, uh, yeah. it's about two siblings in World War II Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, uh, the town where they live is firebombed uh, by the American uh, forces. Mm-hmm. And uh, their mom dies. And gruesomely. Gruesomely. Yes, very gruesomely. Yeah. And. Uh, they're left to kind of take care of themselves. First, they go to a, an aunt's house um, in the next city over, uh, but uh, she is gaslighting and not a great cruel. human. No, she's not a good person. Um, and uh, oh, also the old older brother uh, Seda, uh, he doesn't tell his little sister initially that uh, their mom died. You know, she's she's very small, right? And he wants to keep that from her. And. Uh, and then eventually he finds out that this, you know, cruel aunt told her and didn't tell him. Right. Um, Which was yeah. a really shitty thing to do. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the entire town is slowly getting more and more strapped for food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're slowly finding it harder and harder to nourish themselves. Yeah. So basically people are getting a lot more desperate. You're seeing a lot of hard stuff going on in war times where people who normally, you know, you would think are... Very kind and giving. Kind giving. That's going away, and it's just out of a desperate situation. You really get to see kind of, like, uglier sides of people in wartime. Yeah, and Seda and his little sister, Setsuko. Setsuko? um, Setsuko. Setsuko. um, They they decide to leave their aunt's house, and they they make their own home in a a disused bomb shelter. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and because of malnutrition, his little sister eventually... Um, gets very sick and then passes away mm-hmm. um, and eventually uh, Seda does the same um, also meanwhile he's been trying to contact their dad who's in the Navy yeah um, and uh, towards the end of the movie he learns that you know the the Navy's been destroyed basically yeah. and so in all likelihood his father's dead as well yeah we've been drinking a lot of wine to try and get through this movie <laughs> so if you hear one, any uh, clinking around that would be why yeah, yeah. one important thing that we kind of left out that does factor into something that I want to say is the entire movie you're basically following not necessarily the characters but the characters ghosts yeah yeah that, I thought um, that was interesting actually you, yeah they don't they don't um they don't gut punch you at the end with them dying they let you know right from the start yeah they don't make it yeah and I think honestly that's what helped me get through it mm-hmm. is that because in the beginning of this movie you know spoiler alert in case all of that recap wasn't enough the um, spoiler is delivered in the first like five minutes of right the movie. exactly um but I think that's one of the reasons it was easier for me to get through the movie is that yes it's super tragic how these two people die and Mm -hmm. we're following them through their story of just trying to survive and trying to make it and hoping that things will work out for them and all but even though i know that they don't make it it the movie gives the impression that they're dead when they die they are together again Mm -hmm. i think that's why i was better 
as yeah. I was watching the movie. It still sucked to watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't get me wrong. I, it was mm-hmm. not fun to watch. This yeah. is not a fun no. <laughs> thing to it's, watch. Uh, but it's very, very bittersweet, yeah. their reunion. You yeah, know? exactly. And I mean, when I think about it in the grand scheme of things, as someone who's not particularly religious, but is spiritual, mm-hmm. I think that was kind of like my one saving grace where it's like, I know that they're going to be together again. Yeah. All of this stuff that's really hard mm-hmm. on them right now, at least according to the movie, my impression was at the end of the day, they're still going to be together and it's not like they're together and they look awful. Right. They look how they looked. They were healthy. They were young. They were... Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that kind of helped me get through it is I had to keep recapping to the beginning scene where he got to see and be with his sister. Yeah. Both of y'all are looking at me like you expect me to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted to. I'm... Still processing? Yeah. I'm I'm going to be processing for a while. Yeah. I think this hit you kind of hard. It's, it's, like I said, it's weird where it hit me. Mm. Uh, if you want, I can go into it. Uh, it's probably, I mean, unfortunately, it's probably also my favorite thing about the film. That's I think. okay. We can get into favorite yeah. things. Yeah, why don't we have um, you start with that? Okay. If you want, we can then backtrack back to just other general discussion. Oh, we'll right. get to that. We're yeah. not um, always terribly structured. So, yeah. you know, if this is one of those things, people are <laughs> just going to have to deal. Usually we do a pretty good job of sticking to a structure. Sometimes we go off on our tangents. Yeah. But right. <laughs> yes, we do our tangents, but the tangents remain within the structure. Yeah. Normally. I um, feel like sometimes we'll, we'll do general chat, favorite things, and then kind of back into general chat. But yeah. sometimes we go from favorite things right into least favorite things. It all just kind of depends on where the discussion goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, um but no, the what hit me the hardest and what and it's again, it's so fucking weird that it hit me mm-hmm. was the modern day cityscape at the end. Yeah. Because that, that wasn't like yeah. World War Two era. No, that was yeah. that was modern. And yeah. it was like, no, these these are the ghosts that haunt us now. That's mm-hmm. not that's not just locked in the past. That is that is what is directly behind us. That is what we have just walked away from. You know, that's interesting. I didn't really pick up on that right oh, at the end. See, oh, yeah. That's... I'm not sure I picked I didn't... up on it the first time I watched it, but I definitely noticed it this time, too. I didn't. No, I noticed that it looked like more modern, mm-hmm. but honestly, I wasn't. I've never been to Japan. I've never yeah, seen what things yeah, would look like during that time period. So I wasn't sure how unusual that was was supposed to be mm-hmm. so i don't even know that i got that message until he said something oh yeah. poor Noel, this is hard yeah um yeah it's it's not that far in our past it's not like no and yeah it, it's it's not like it was 300 years ago i mean it's right it's barely a it's not even 100 years ago so yet. about it's, 80 years ago i was gonna say when yeah, you, when you break I mean, it down in there, the grand there, scheme of things there are people alive today where this happened in their fucking lifetime yeah right it reminds me of uh when i watched the movie uh the pianist for the first time mm. um, oh my god don't even get me yeah. started on that fucking movie <laughs> yeah and Oof, it's just like sad you, one after sad th- one that's one of the ones that really helped me helped helped uh the idea that world war ii wasn't that long ago hit home for me because you see inside their homes right. and you don't see like some you know, well, I mean, it's old, but, like, it looked like it could be your grandma's house or right. something, you know, inside these people's homes, and you think right. about the atrocities that were committed against these people. Right, exactly. Yeah. That was that was hard. But you think that that ties into your favorite thing? No, that is my favorite thing. That it's is just, your favorite it, thing. It is. I mean, the rest of the movie, I was able to be like, okay, I, I can view this in a compartmentalized, capsule-contained way. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, there's these tragedies. Uh, focus on survival focus on survival it's like i know that these two characters die i've seen movies where characters die not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. but no it's this is this is connected to us this is connected to now this this is shit that our grandparents did this is shit our great-grandparents did to each other i think that's what hit me the hardest Mm -hmm. was like you know you're watching it from the perspective of you know effectively back then was like the enemy yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they bomb Pearl Harbor, and yeah. we're all up in arms, like, oh, hell no. Like, how mm-hmm. dare it? And we go and yeah. bomb the shit out of them. Yeah, but these children are so, the enemy. But exactly. You know, yeah. I'm like, this... And don't get me wrong, I don't necessarily know where this was, mm-hmm. but this didn't look like a military base, a town, no. or anything. This is a civilian town. And yeah. how they name which civilian towns, I can't remember because... I can't pronounce them. <laughs> so I'm not going See, to I- attempt... I feel bad because I could have pronounced them if I just memorized them, but they named off like five different towns, like one right after another, Mm -hmm, after another. And it's like, right. And I think that's just like, I think that's what pisses me off the most. Yeah. Is like, these are not, these are not people that are 
their job is to go out and hurt you, uh-huh. if that makes any yeah. sense, like by an order of another person. These are right. civilians. Yeah. These are children. These are people's families. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, in my in my opinion, this is why I can't be, like, yeah. a freaking dictator or anything like that. Like, in my opinion, those people are not not the people that we should be concerned about right yeah. now. It's it's all just so, part of the price of war. Exactly. And governments decide that this price is okay with them. Right, exactly. You know? And then, you know, went and dropped the freaking other bombs. Didn't even show... We didn't yeah. even get into any of that. This was yeah, just it, air raids. I was really surprised. It didn't show them. And I was I, waiting for them yeah. to mention that and bring that up. And I mean, like, they mentioned it. They mentioned they, that they surrendered. Like, they did totally unconditional surrender. Yeah. Um, but... No, maybe they didn't. Because I thought towards the beginning when you see the big flash outside the I guess train, in a weird way that was a, a reference to it, but it didn't really truly show it. And it, it, also, just, it also doesn't fit with the timeline because the two siblings, I think they're supposed to have been dead in that, but they I mean, show the brother still being alive and the sister actually when, they, when Japan surrendered. Right. I can kind of explain that a little bit. Uh, trains are often used in film, literature, anime, cartoons, mm-hmm. pretty much whatever, to show not only the passage of time forward, but also it can be used to show the passage of time backward. Mm. So they were on the train when they saw that. Uh-huh. What they saw was the past, but then they went further back to the beginning. Gotcha. And they got off the train in their own childhood. Gotcha. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's... Mm. Sorry, my brain just... <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I'm just processing all the things. This will yeah. hit me. This will hit me later. Yeah, yeah. usually I'm fully it expecting you to wake up crying. Tonight. It won't like th- I'm a little bit weird. I'm usually very good at compartmentalizing like in the moment, and then it'll hit me later as I'm driving down the street to j- to work for like ten minutes, and then yeah. I'll be okay that's, again. Hey, that's how I was uh, on our other show when my when my first uh, character Alex died. Is like I was upset when it happened and it was bad and everything. Oh, but spoilers for Midtown Mythos if you don't listen to it yet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, skip, um, skip to uh, arc two, <laughs> or just be aware of why there is an arc two <laughs> featuring a different main character. Um, but anyway, yeah, they, I, didn't, like, they didn't know that either. No, well, no, they do. Surprise, guys. Um, but yeah, I got home later that night and uh, like I had been fine, and then I was trying to sleep, and that's when I started crying. You know? Yeah. Like yeah, you, you put your heart and soul. I put my heart and soul. In to this character and that's when it really hit me oh my god i lost yeah. my character you but know? this is i think it's interesting like noel's point as far as his favorite thing which is a brilliant thing for them to do in the movie which is like we're showing you like this is now modern time and this is the ghost of like what mm-hmm. happened and such and i think the hardest thing for me was like as i'm watching this i'm like i know those are u.s planes going over and mm-hmm. bombing this town or that part where they show them like, just uh like you know shooting at civilians exactly obvious civilians you know he yeah. has a small child with him right exactly so um. Yeah. And actually, to those ends, neat fact: the original posters for the movie, the sky in the image was very, very dark, and you all you could see was the children playing in a field, or what looked like playing in a field. Uh-huh. However, if you brighten up that image enough, there's a U.S. plane in the background in the sky. Mm. Oh boy! Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, if I remember correctly, on DVD covers, and if you look around at pictures of it online, mm-hmm. uh, the poster is by default a little brighter because at this point, it's sort of like almost 40 years later, the cat's kind of out of the bag. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it's like, no, here's this monolithic modern empire, the new empire, just coming through to shit on everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, <laughs> so we did Null's favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's hard to pick a favorite thing in a dark, dark movie right. like that, you know? I, oh, I, I don't know. You guys find a really good job of that, yeah. I found. I think my favorite thing about the movie. I don't know if, if this works for favorite things. It's probably the thing that I most appreciated is uh-huh. the story in and of itself. Yeah. Like, this is something that needs to be told. Like, mm-hmm. I think if you're going to be, like, studying film or anything like that, like, you need to watch something like this or if not this exact movie. But yeah. something that's supposed to be from a perceived enemy's perspective. Yeah. And, like, the effects of, you know, the quote-unquote good guy's actions mm-hmm. on other people that were, quote-unquote, the enemy. I think something like that is important to see. You know, mm-hmm. um, Americans were very, we're very gung ho. We tend to be very proud and very much, you know, even even people that don't consider themselves to be super America, <laughs> still, you know, when shit goes down, we like to think that we band together for the greater good, and we like to think that our country is about doing things for the greater good and all of that. Mm-hmm. But then you shine a light on things that you know were 
supposed to be for the greater good, but it destroyed so many people in the process. Oh, that reminds me, by the way, guys. Um, I don't know why it reminds me, but it did. Um, uh, This evening, we are currently drinking Takara Plum Wine from Japan. It's delicious. Yeah. Also makes me sadder. (laughs) Um, There's a whole thing with pickled plums. Anyway, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're all right. I I think that was my favorite thing, aside from just the artistry itself. Yeah. The artwork is annoyingly, <laughs> annoyingly, brutally beautiful. Yeah. So, um, you know, it came down to that. But I think I was just more appreciative of like just watching the movie and being like, these are people that in this time frame, I'm not necessarily supposed to like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. Um, but that leads into my favorite thing is the artistry of the movie. Yes. I, like I, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 a heartbreaking movie, but I yes. still I love it. Wouldn't it. have been so heartbreaking if it wasn't so beautifully. Yeah, made. Right. and everything about it is beautiful, from the story to the art to the use of sound in the movie. The music was you know, great. The music, and then also sometimes like the absence of music. Right. Like yes. when really um, powerful. Yeah, when the little girl is like playing, or no, she that she'd just been playing in the sandbox and she's just sitting next to it crying because like right you know and it's just dead silent right other than you know her crying and seda is there and they're both just like you know it's like it's just hit them then and it's dead silent and he's just like desperately trying to cheer up his little sister yeah and starts uh, doing tricks on the yeah spinny on the bar. bar thing on the bar yeah yeah i um, think the one that really struck me was right there in like i'd say the first five minutes when he died alone in a train station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was no music. There was barely sound. Right. Yeah. Aside from the sound that was necessary because of other things that were happening mm-hmm. around him. Yeah. So there had to be sound for that. Um, but I think... That, when, that was literally the only sound. Just this right. faint, like, just the faint cues to let people know, hey, this is a train station. Right. Well, and then um, as far as, like, him spinning on the bars and things like that, that was also one of the things that kind of stuck with me because I used to do that all the time as a mm-hmm. kid. They had similar bars like that at my elementary yeah, school. Yeah, mine too. Do that all the time. Winded myself real good falling off of one. Oh, gosh. I, like, tried to swing on it. My right. hand slipped and I fell on my back. Just knocked the wind out of me. Yep, I've had... That was... For me, it was the monkey bars that did that mm-hmm. one, but I can also relate to that. But, yeah, it's yeah. simple things like that where I think, you know... Just in case you cannot relate to these characters, we're going to throw in these extra things to make that yeah. to make sure you understand. Like, They're relatable. Yeah. They're human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very human people. Um, so, to and this is partly me just compartmentalizing and trying to get my head back together. Um, you were mentioning how you used to, or not really used to, you got winded that one time falling off the bar. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, it was actually really funny. I would purposely prat fall off of the jungle gym. I'd be like basically a story up in the air like mm-hmm. just on the top of this jungle gym and then i would just purposely fall the hell off of it into the sandbox and hit the ground and i would just bounce back up like a fucking rubber band right. it was amazing how resilient i was as a kid me and- might explain a couple of things <laughs> me and my friends um they had a like a rock uh ledge in their front yard uh-huh. um and uh it was only like maybe three or four feet up in the air but <laughs> We would jump off of it, and, like, sometimes we would jump off and, like, purposely fall down and then play dead and try to convince each other that we died. Yeah. (laughs) Because children are strange. (laughs) There was one time, and I actually said this at his wedding, but there was this one time that uh, Miles and I Uh, uh, were (laughs) just wandering around town. We used to do that all the time. And we found this really weird pit. It was about five feet deep. And it looked like it was supposed to be some kind of garden or something, but it was just this hole next to this house. Mm-hmm. And we were standing next to it, and he hit my back. And I don't know what he was thinking, but all I remember is suddenly I tipped forward, and I was falling in slow motion. Oh, and he said, I couldn't have been in the air for more than, say, four seconds. Mm-hmm. But I seemed to Screamed for about a full minute as I fell through the air, oh just seeming to fall for oh eternity. And then I hit the ground with this heavy thump. Oh, man. And so at his wedding, I was like, uh, Mrs. Miles, you, you, you can trust this man with all the love in the world, but never trust him near a deep hole because he will push you in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. <sighs> But yeah, I mean the the movie the movie itself is beautiful. I don't as far as like least favorite things, this is probably gonna be hard in a little bit. Yeah. 
maybe slightly controversial. Um, was there anything know. else you wanted to discuss about it? Or? No. Uh, no, you'll notice I'm like frantically trying to change the subject. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's just knock this out. I need to think about happy things now. Yeah. Yeah, Puppies, I, <laughs> I need to do mythos after this, so it's like yeah. I need to frantically change my mood as quickly as I can. Okay, well, as far as least favorite things, I guess I can start. It's not so much... Hmm. Aside from, I think that saying the aunt as a least favorite thing is a little bit too obvious. I don't, I don't see how anybody, I don't see how anybody who's watching this movie, if they see that, they're gonna be like this bit. Like, how are they not yeah. gonna be like that? Um, so yeah, she was kind of the obvious choice, but also one of the things that I. Um, also, that, she's an important character, and she's kind of crucial to the movie. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, I also, aside from her, granted, she was super gaslighting. I get that. But mm-hmm. on some level, she had a point where I was just kind of, I was kind of like, I understand they're in war times. What can you do to help mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, I part of me gets that. Yeah. But, but also, I'd be like, you can say that one time, mm-hmm. and then you drop it. Because this kid just lost his mom probably his dad and mm-hmm. he's got a baby sister yeah so we're gonna have to find another way yeah. to talk about it if yeah. you want to continue to or, talk or about be it. more constructive about it like hey let's see if we could find something for you to do to help out right you know? not, exactly. not like oh you lazy slug no right. food for you right exactly so um instead of choosing her which would be a very obvious choice i actually had a different issue and it was actually with the brother himself mm-hmm. um where when the older man was like you need to go back to that lady and apologize mm-hmm. and so that you have an actual place to stay and food and you don't have to keep struggling like this. Yeah. I 100% agreed with that man. Yeah. I understand that lady's a bitch. Yeah. I understand that she's awful. But you are in the middle of a war. You have a baby sister mm-hmm. who is clearly suffering. Yeah. And is not as strong as you. You need to go back and tr- and see if she will take you back. If yeah. she doesn't, then you know, you got to do what you got to yeah. do. But they never establish how old um, Seda is. No, I got the impression um, that he was more in the lines of a teenager, personally. Yeah, like 14 or 15, maybe. Right. No, I, I was guess. thinking maybe 13. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got teenage yeah. years, like the young teenager. And so if, uh, Wikipedia has an answer. To the Google machine, <laughs> um, which is why part of me was a little bit more lenient. I also yeah. don't completely understand the culture. Right. And I was wondering, well, it might be an honor thing. Mm-hmm. There's he- specific answers. Sorry to jump in and cut you what, off. What is it? Uh, Setsuko is four and Saida is 14. Okay, okay. so close. Um, so I, I don't know much about the culture and I thought maybe it's an honor type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like when you technically did not do anything wrong and you knew that lady was being awful, mm-hmm. why would you like, and he's not wrong, but at the same time your sister is suffering and she's four. Yeah. And you clearly cannot take care of her the way that she needs to be taken care of. Oh no. Please don't tell me those were based off real people. Uh, Grave I mean, they of, obviously, but... Grave of the Fireflies is a 1967 semi-autobiographical short story by Japanese author Akayuka, uh, I'm sorry, Akayuki Nosaka. It is based on his experiences before, during, and after the firebombing of Kobe in 1945. Oh, good. One of his sisters died as a result of the sickness. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, as a result of sickness. His adoptive father died during the firebombing proper. Jeez. And his younger adoptive sister, Kiko, died of malnutrition in Fukui. It was written as, an, as a personal apology to Kiko regarding her death. Well, it was first published, for, uh, published in Japan in All for Reading, a monthly literature magazine uh, in 1967. And he won a prize for best literature for this story in American Hijiki, which was published a month before. Both stories along with four others, were published in a bound book in 1968. Uh, and then it was adapted into the 1988 film Grave of the Fireflies. I mean, I'm not surprised because artists write and mm-hmm. talk about what they know and have experienced personally. So I'm not surprised, but man, that just made it so much harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and I think part of it is because I have a younger sibling. Mm-hmm. Granted, my younger sibling is a full-grown man with his own family, <laughs> but... Regardless, if we're in a if we're in a situation like you know, and I'm the older sibling, mm-hmm. I will like eat whatever shit I gotta eat so that my brother doesn't have to suffer yeah. or my younger sibling doesn't have to suffer as much. So I suggest we turn away from the Google machine, <laughs> sir. You're getting kind. You're looking kind of rough. Yeah. 
What do, do you want to read it or do you not want to share? Uh, I've already closed it, but I can read it from memory. Okay. Uh, Nosaka stated that the death, as portrayed in the story as well as the film, was exactly the way that his sister had died. Jeez. Oh, jeez. And you know, I don't remember if we were if if the uh, if we were already recording or not, but I remember us talking about like oh oh i think it was what we were setting up but you were saying oh well it's a fictional story but it still hits hard and i was saying well we don't know how fictional it is exactly because you know there's our answer it's based off stuff really happening to people so but since i didn't know who they were it made it a little bit easier until now jesus fucking christ so yeah um so yeah that was my Mm -hmm. least favorite thing that might be a little bit controversial again i don't know the culture or the story behind all of that i was kind of and i'm not trying to be judgmental or anything it was just like my sibling instincts were kicking in and i'd be like yes you need to turn around go ask that lady if she'll take you back actually i can go ahead and mention another couple of things um i mean obviously i don't have a sibling but there is one person i'm extremely protective of and that i care very strongly about and that would be you ellie (laughs) um so the notion of trying desperately to take care of you and watch out for you and anything happening to you definitely came to mind while watching that. Right, right. And I'm not trying to say that that is any like less value because no, no, no. you are yeah. effectively an only child and I actually have a younger sibling. Oh, no, no. I know. And I'm, I'm not right. saying that takes away at all, but I'm, I'm just sort of clarifying that's that's something that something else that came to mind was yeah. I mean even if you don't have a sibling there's so many ways that this can just creep up on you and bitch slap you down right right in your I think fields. I was a little bit more surprised that it didn't hit me quite as hard as I thought it was going to mm-hmm. um, because I have a younger sibling yeah. so it's not hard for me to visualize my brother and I being in a similar situation and me having to do yeah I. About it. I have a little sister who's four years younger than me, and we didn't get along as children. I see. So, um, I, like, we get along fine as adults. Right, now. right, right. Um, you know, we've both uh, changed into people who, who are Can not, tolerate each other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get along well. Not, not just tolerate each other, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, as children, we were just butting heads constantly. Right. And I think part of it, too, in the movie is, like, there was a huge age difference between the two. Like, you know, so there was a 10-year age difference difference and you know i don't know about the culture then about like you know, right. children taking care of siblings and maybe there was already a bit of perf- uh what's the phrase parentification going on you know especially with his yeah. dad being out of the picture yeah. so he's so used to taking his care helping take care of his little sister right um like a parent might and right. you know so that there, there might have been some of that going on sure pause for drink yeah important to drink right now yeah mm. It's delicious, delicious wine. It is really good. Uh, Takara Plum Wine. Uh, I found it at a grocery store. It's nice. I'd say better than sake. (laughs) Never tried sake. I had talked about getting it, and Nell was like, well, you want specific cups, and you have to chill it and make sure it's filtered. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get sake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the one time that I had it, it was at like a hibachi restaurant and they Uh like serve sake and stuff. And I didn't, I I was like, I think I'm drinking grass. So now granted, I understand there are different types and things like that. There are different types. Uh, Also, valuably, there's actually two different ways to drink it, depending on really what kind of sake it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some sakes you want chilled. Some sakes you want actually warm. Mm -hmm. Um. But I wasn't going to try and guess which was which, and I don't have a bottle here for uh-huh. it. So. Right. I, um, I, do, you, do you want a story about sake to lighten the mood? Yeah, I've please. got a good sake story for after yours, sure. Okay. So uh, when I was a teenager, um, I went to Los Angeles to spend a week with my aunt and uncle because um, my uncle uh, worked as a, uh, a sound engineer for a live sound company, a really big cool. live sound company. And uh, I was planning on going to college for that. So I was going to shadow him for a week. And uh, I was also, like, it was within a year of me coming out as a lesbian to my family. Right. And so my... Yeah. So my family, uh, or uh, my aunt was like, oh, well, you know, I've got, you know, a lesbian friend and we're going to get all the lesbians together. And, uh, (laughs) like... uh, A lesbian party. Yeah. Like, we're going to, you know, you know, have have you hang out with some cool grown-up lesbians or something. I don't know. Anyway, so we wanted to get um, you laid. No. No, they they were not trying to get uh, 17-year-old me laid by a bunch of late 20, early 30-something women. That was not the plan. Totally trying to get you laid. That's what it was. I fucking hope not. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, just to talk to other lesbians and see what lesbian life is like, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Talking lesbo shop. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we went to get sushi together, mm-hmm. which was part of the joke because lesbians going out for sushi uh, is apparently a sex euphemism. Or at least it was. Yeah. Uh, But I don't like sushi, so I just got different Japanese food. But anyway. um, uh, Wait. What? See, I I know why sushi is a euphemism for lesbianism. Because fish? Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you like sushi? I know, right? (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, it's it's raw, and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm Tish. Yeah. Oh, side note. Also, at this Japanese restaurant, they also apparently, like, in a connecting room, had, like, a concert venue, and there was a rockabilly concert going on. And so, like, walking through the main restaurant what? to get over there, you saw all these women in, like, these cute, like, uh, rockabilly dresses, and the guys oh, yeah. all dressed exactly, exactly the same. They all had... Whoops, I just hit myself in the headphones. <laughs> they were all wearing... <laughs> They were all wearing either a um, a white uh, mm-hmm. wife beater or a white t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up. They were all wearing suspenders. They were all wearing jeans. They were all wearing black boots. They all had shaved heads. All of them. That would creep that me. That sounds like every a bunch of skinheads. That would, that would creep it was, me out. We could hear the music. It was like a rockabilly concert. But was it skinheads? No, because it, when I say shaved, I don't mean bald. I mean like, uh, like um, buzz cuts. That can still be skinheads. No, exactly. Either way, it would yeah, creep me the fuck out. Like, who are all these creepy-looking shaved-head men? Like, what the Yeah, but then, and then there was all the rockabilly girlfriends and stuff. And, uh, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was just funny because the guys all looked exactly the same. Wow. Um, but, anyway, back to the main joke, which was um, <laughs> they were drinking uh, sake. I didn't have any because I wasn't old enough. Um, but uh, one of them, like, it wasn't filtered, you know, so it was kind of thick. And one of them was just like, oh, this is the texture of semen. And one of the other girls was just like, how would you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them were gold stars. Yay. Anyway, that was that, that whole thing was just about lesbians drinking sake. Sake. All right, I've got another one about sake for you, and this okay. one actually involves uh, Miles again. Okay, uh, of course it does. It was his twenty-first <laughs> birthday, and he absolutely insisted that we go to uh, one of the major hibachi restaurants. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of it just now, uh, but like, if if you're shouting a name, it's probably the right one. <laughs> anyway, um, so he orders. Uh, I want to say it was called, like, Moonstone Saki or some mm-hmm. really fancy, beautiful... Use Pokemon, go on. Sure. Uh, like, an ethereal, beautiful name of Saki. Mm-hmm. And it comes in this beautiful bottle where most of the bottle is Saki, but they've got this little, like, divot in the side of the bottle that you put ice into. Interesting. It was absolutely beautiful. And... Like, as long as you're holding the bottle correctly, you can't spill the ice because the ice is in that hole. Right. And so you just pour in the sake. So a waiter comes by, pours the first uh, round of sake for anyone that's of age. And Miles is sitting there, and he's doing sake, 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 sake. Oh, no. And he grabs the bottle, and it's nearly empty. And he, like, throws it back. All of us are wearing suits. It's like... If it's not a suit, it's a dress. If it's not a dress, it's a suit. Everyone is dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. And he slams the last of the sake, but he had the bottle turned the wrong way. And he just dumped ice water all down the front of himself, splashed on me, splashed on my date, splashed on his date, splashed on my mother all the way at the other end. Oh, my God. Everyone was soaked with water from this oh. one fucking sake bottle that he just was three sheets of the wind and didn't realize it was turned wrong. Oh, that's no. funny. Of course, it wasn't the first time that being drunk, he did something kind of like this. He also tried to blow out a candle once and got wax all over his face and in his eyes. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. It looked like he was uh, a victim of Bukaki. Yay, Japan. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I guess we can wrap it up now that we've just offended <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I said my uh. least favorite thing, but that was, that was yeah. my least favorite thing was like the brother like not swallowing pride and well you you also yeah. said that uh, choosing the aunt is too obvious um yeah my only choices for least favorite thing are either the aunt or the entire fucking united states so <laughs> uh, to avoid insulting two nations and i'm gonna say the aunt and be done with it okay <laughs> your turn you look like you're now gonna cry is it because the drink is so good no no i'm just thinking oh sure insult my drink See if I give you any more. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. insulting it. I know. I'm I'm trying to lighten the mood, and I don't know how yet, so I'm feeding myself alcohol to make things feel better, and it's Uh, making the jokes worse. Yikes. 
See, is this or crying? <laughs> so I'm choosing the one that's not crying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, God, I... It's hard. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful movie, so... Yeah. This is... My least favorite thing is being hella nitpicky. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's just... Uh, okay, so I guess my least favorite thing is just society letting these two children down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, usually when I, I try to, um... I, I try not to, uh, criticize things that have to do with, um, the story, unless it's something that doesn't work. Not just, like, something that's part of the story, if that makes any sense. Right. But yeah, it's just so frustrating for society just to abandon these children. Right. And it was, that was my other thing too, is like, man, everybody like time of war, there's not an ounce of sympathy, empathy, none of that shit going on. Like even when they surrendered, people are joking about them surrendering. Yeah. Like he's joking about like, nope, not a boat left floating around. Yeah. Like, dude, (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, at the very beginning when he's dying in the train station, somebody mm-hmm. walks past and they go, ah, fucking tramp. And it's just like, man, or you even don't know the, what the hell this boy's been through. Even the people that are cleaning the up the train station. Yeah. They're right. like, oh, he's a goner. And what do they do with the uh, fruit drop box mm-hmm. that's now a fucking urn? They just chuck it into the field. Yeah. And all you see is fucking bones toppling out of it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I would, I mean, yeah, that is definitely one of the more frustrating things about the movie itself. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, I realize that there's a war on and everything, but like, there's you know, a the, war on moron, <laughs> but yeah, hey. like you got the ants who takes them in, but isn't, isn't nice about it, but you don't have anybody else. I mean, I guess everybody's in a desperate p- situation, but like nobody. Yeah. Nobody's stepping up. Not really? a one. Even the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, the doctor just says next. That one yeah. Cop. yeah. The yeah. one cop, the one cop when yeah. he was in trouble and busted. Yeah, and, you know, it just, like, offers him some water. Yep. But, you know, maybe he didn't have anything else to offer. Well, I mean, I think his just, I think just his priorities are straight. Dude, we're in the middle of a fucking war, and you're bringing me a kid that stole food yeah. from you when you've got plenty? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And you beat the shit out of this kid. Yeah. Get out. About to draw a sword <laughs> on the guy, which yeah, is a great Yeah, hell moment. yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, don't waste my time with this bullshit. Get out. Yeah. And let me deal with this. Thanks. So, yeah, that's easily one of the more, most frustrating things about the entire movie. Yeah. So. But, yeah. so I've, Can I okay. change my favorite thing? My favorite thing is the baby birds at the beginning. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the baby birds were cute. I liked the fireflies also. Just the, Oh, so the, bar- the fireflies of- immediately made me really fucking sad. Because uh, I just knew. I was like, okay, the name of, they were in the fucking name of the movie. They're going to yeah. be used to fucking punch me in the heart. How is it going to happen? And then, sure yeah. enough... It's literally a grave of fireflies. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck you, movie. Yeah. To be honest, Come on. To be honest, I was cool with the fireflies because I saw that coming based on like what little knowledge I had about the movie. Mm-hmm. I can draw the metaphor from it myself. Yeah. And I get it. What made it really hard was when she, when she, um, his little sisters, you can tell she's at the end of a ropes type of thing. And she's like, but I made you rice balls. It's yeah. mud. Oh my god! And I, she was like, yeah. "Do you not want it?" Yeah, I or do then just like not- eating a marble because she thought it was a fruit drop, right? Yeah, like that. That was harder. Where I'm just like, "Oh, this poor kid. Yeah. Like she's she's got nothing left, and still she's trying to make something nice for her brother." Yeah. Um, on the so. fireflies, though, we were talking before about things that were relatable, and the fireflies actually are something yeah. I found super relatable because growing up. Yep. Um, we would have a lot of fireflies around our My house. My grandparents' and, house too. Yeah. yeah, because we had big fields behind our house, and like right. you could just look out, and there'd just be tons of fireflies. Yeah, and uh, going. Let camping, me jump in real quick because you know? I know we've got a lot of international listeners actually, or I I say a lot. I mean, there's been quite a few downloads, admittedly, uh-huh. uh, including I think one from Germany, which cool. we greatly appreciate. Yeah, yes. thank you. Um, but like, if, if you just Google like YouTube videos of people catching fireflies, yeah. And, You'll immediately understand. It's it's so stupid, beautiful, and just gentle, it's joyous. A thing. Yeah, it's there's just so much joy to be found yeah. in it. Fireflies, yeah. lightning bugs. I feel like there's one other name for them that I'm blanking on. Shiny butt bugs. <laughs> Shiny. Butts. I don't think that's one of them, but <laughs> if that oh. helps. Yeah, but yeah, just you know, so growing up catching them, and that you know, they like we'd have a we had a um a fire pit in our backyard, and you know they'd come hang out and yeah. fly around and. If you accidentally squished them, you'd have like a smear of glowing stuff. And they on do you. stink, man. They, <laughs> oh, they smell yeah. bad when you kill them. Well, it's weird because I I got so used to that scent when I was a kid because yeah. I would constantly end up accidentally stepping on them right. while running around. Right. 
I got used to the scent, and now the scent I find nostalgic. Mm. It, it's weird. That stink, I'm like, hmm. oh, yeah, fireflies. Cool. <laughs> um, it's actually really fucked up. I'm like, oh, yes, the scent of death. Cool. <laughs> uh, but no, I actually wanted to take a second, since we're sort of nearing the back end of the episode at this point, as far as I can tell. Uh, if you watched the movie prior to listening to this, I am so goddamn sorry. <laughs> Just from the bottom of my heart, I am so sorry. I don't know why Brannigan chose this beautiful, terrible film for this <laughs> fucking show, and I'm regretting even creating the show. So personally, it's like, personally, I'm not sorry. I think it's yeah. a movie that people should watch. Yeah, it, it hurts, th- but it's an it, important it, hurt. It, yeah, uh, I think it's important. I mean... It's an important hurt that I could have gone without. Thank you. I need to go through the rest of my life. Noel is already well rounded. What are you doing <laughs> over there, Bran? Trying to trying to add my more education and, and culture. My therapist literally looked at me and said, "Oh, so uh, how how do you get by in life?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just kind of muddle through." And she was like, "You've got a lot more muddling through to go." I'm like, "I know. Don't remind me." <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Bran. Again, you made it harder. I thought you were gonna say, "How do you?" She was gonna be like, "Oh, how do you make it by?" And you're gonna say, "I don't watch Grave of the Fireflies." Yeah. <laughs> um, Although that's what I'm gonna, gonna say next. That. I was gonna say we're gonna add that to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So should we get to the third question? Uh, yes. Sure, let me get that pulled up. All right. For the well, love of God, I hope it's something lighthearted. Well, I rolled a 20, so... We'll see what we get. It could be very silly. Oh, it feels uh, a little disrespectful to do something silly, but hey. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's We're actually kind of funny. People. This this question also turned up in the trailer. Mm-hmm. If you had to remake this film and set it in a completely different era, when would you choose? Damn. Oh, so I don't know if you could. I mean, I You uh, could, but it would be really hard. I know exactly what era I would choose. What? what like Vietnam or something? The Iraq War. Oh, uh, yeah, that was actually it would be really easy to that remake would be, this. That was my first instinct was mm-hmm. the Iraq and War. It could be live action. Imagine yeah. how beautiful this could be. Live action, them trudging through these desert cities that have gotten annihilated again by the fucking U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we wanted to make it slightly less anti-U.S., we could do uh, the war in Syria, which the U.S. hasn't helped, but it's largely been Assad. Um, oh, that's uh, a really good the, point because Syria yeah. is still going through some shit. It could really force yeah. people to pay you know attention. pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Or um, you know, uh, somewhere in Africa. We yeah, I was I was gonna say the many many conflicts going on in Africa. Yes, I, I have another one, but let's go ahead and go over to Ellie see if she has a good answer. No, my she answer. Hasn't yet. No, no, no. My answer was taken. You said my first one. My second one was gonna be you can pick a spot in Africa. They've, mm-hmm. they've okay. got plenty of, they've got um, plenty, unfortunately, I don't, and I don't say this to be lighthearted, but I'm like, there are plenty of options. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, unfortunately. It's, yeah. it's heartbreaking that there are so many options. Another one uh, that actually just recently got acknowledged by Biden and oh, fucking Serge yeah. Tankian was yeah. thrilled about the yeah. Turkish genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Armenian genocide that Armenian yeah. genocide by the Turks. Right. They refer to it as the Turkish genocide. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. I've always heard this. it referred to as the Armenian genocide. So, yeah. Uh, Maybe I've just been reading shitty sources. I don't know. But either way, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, That's the important thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I, I have to take credit for that question. Yeah. Any of those would work well. They'd all be absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other thing that I can think of, aside from what Nell just said, is like, I mean, if you want to, like, throw it into, like, slavery times in the mm -hmm. U.S. and things like that, or Mm -hmm. really any other place that's been colonized almost everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So um, you could definitely do it there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what would actually be another good one, just based on what you just said? Mm. Uh, the Congo, circa right around when um, oh, Belgium. Leopold. Yeah, King yeah. Leopold, the guy who liked to cut off people's hands. Well, he, I don't think he did personally. Yeah, but. King Leopold II had this policy where if you wanted ammunition, mm-hmm. uh, you had to demonstrate that you killed someone with one of those bullets. You, you can't, Jeez. you couldn't just say, hey, the bullets were used and get more bullets. Because the idea was if they're stockpiling ammunition, you want to know about it and stop it. Right. So his policy was, and this got passed down across the entire Congo, was you need to have proof. And the easiest way for them all to prove it was to cut off someone's hand. So you had entire trucks full of hands getting shipped back to Belgium to demonstrate, hey, we need more bullets. Of course, they didn't actually only take them from people who were dead because they wanted bullets. So it was a common punishment where they would just cut off people's hands or they'd cut off their children's hands. 
Oh my god. Aren't people the worst? We just, we can't do any fucking thing right. I give up. Oh, that was Belgium. <laughs> that was Belgium. Chocolate. Because <laughs> we're so Fuck much. the human race. Yeah, we're so. Fuck the human race. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Wow. Why did you bring in those fucking... I'll go ahead and tell you. You remember when I first got up and you were like, uh, off of the recording, uh, I like immediately jumped out of my seat as soon as the credits started rolling, immediately turned on the light so we could start setting up equipment. And Brannigan looked at me and said, would you like a hug? <laughs> and I'll go ahead and reveal, I am sorry for this in hindsight, mostly. <laughs> uh, but when you first said that, I was like, fuck you, Brannigan. Fuck you and your fucking face. We're bringing in this fucking movie, you evil fucker. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I was super upset with you. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, that's why I was shocked. Because Noel is not the type of person to necessarily turn down a hug. He likes... Yeah. He likes I'm a hugger. He, he is a hugger. He likes mm-hmm. appropriate physical contact. So I was shocked, but I was just like, man, this movie really got really got to Noel. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait, Brand's the one that brought the... Okay. Starts to... Starts Ellie to make had offered the hug, and he might have been more receptive. Yeah, I think so. I honestly... I still wouldn't have wanted a hug yet at that point. I'm, I get that, though. I... I <laughs> you know, spoiler. I'm not oh. usually the hugger. So at least there's a slight glimpse of, like, when I say I don't want to be touched, this would be one of those moments where mm. I'm like, yeah. Okie dokie. Any final thoughts that we missed? Great movie, but man, it's gonna it's rip dangerous. your heart out and stomp on it, and then shove it back in upside down. And when Roald Dahl, who was in World War II, mm-hmm. um, when he was writing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Mike TV's name wasn't originally Mike TV. It was originally Herpes Trout. The end. Plugs. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Um, so, well, the show email is lscpod at gmail.com. <laughs> the show Twitter is at lscpod. The Instagram is uh, at, at Longshot Long Club, Club because, because Brandigan. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, uh, Brandigan. <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is at Brandigan Star with two R's. Mm. At MXM Null. Find me if you want to feel depressed with me. <laughs> and leave Ellie the hell alone. Yeah, I don't have any of that stuff. But you guys also have Midtown Mythos, your other podcast that is this awesome is and fun. We do. Thank you. This is a true I mean, you're saying this us. even though you don't listen to it. You're very sweet and a liar. I'm still <laughs> trying to be supportive, damn it. While you're, <laughs> while you're being a liar and wonderful and beautiful, go ahead and give us a hint. A hint, right? It's my turn next time. Um, yep. I will say uh, a typical Sunday brunch kind of gets ruined, and it's somehow it's in a horrible manner, but somehow is still supposed to be funny. So not like what we just I'm not, we're not doing double whammies. We're not doing any <laughs> of that. So ideally, hopefully. I hope. It was, we, Terrible, none of us have weird seen hint, but I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, none of us have actually seen this movie, so I can't give as great a hint as I want to. But At least go. it's going to be funny. Yes, it's got... Uh, the cast has me very hopeful that it's going to yes, be funny. Yes, I'm super excited because of the cast. All right, now, bye. Bye.